Hello and welcome. I'm Daryl. And I'm Justin. This is the podcast, What's Your Game? by GameSwap Shop UK. We've created this podcast to get to know the members behind the amazing GSS UK community by asking them 10 questions about their gaming past, present and future. And today's guest is Andrew Marriott. He was a really nice guy with some pretty good answers. Yeah, very nice guy. Uh, interesting job. Talking to him, it definitely showed us both that, well, how important gaming really is to a lot of people. Really nice guy. Hope anyone listening enjoys listening. And uh, yeah, here we go. So, Andrew Marriott. Hello, Andrew. Welcome to the show. Hi, Daryl. Hi, Hi you're right. Uh, Justin, I'm not bad yourselves. Yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you. Good, good. Very well. Yeah, yeah. Lovely day. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and um, joining us today. No bother. Uh, so if you'd just like to tell us just like um, a little bit about yourself, like what you do, where, where you're from. No problem. Well, uh, I'm I'm commonly known on the internet as Zite. I'm a content producer, streamer, all sorts of stuff for Terabyte Gaming. Um, it's a little media outfit based in Northern Ireland, founded God knows when. But I've been there since 2014, so about seven years. So I'm the man of many hats. I stream, I drink coffee, I complain. I'm good at all that things. Streaming for six months-ish. How's the streaming going? It's been going good. Um, I've been made to near cry on stream and been bought some really dodgy games on my birthday on stream. So it's been pretty good. It's been oh, nice. an experience. <laughs> nice. And like, um, what's your uh, Twitch handle for anyone listening that wants to follow? Uh, so if anyone wants to follow, it's uh, twitch.tv slash UK. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and all that just by searching Terabyte Gaming. Awesome. Well, that's absolutely brilliant. Well, yeah, so just the idea of this podcast is we're just, um, we obviously know that you're a GameSwap Shop UK member. And Mm -hmm. uh, me and Justin, we, you know, uh, absolutely love the community and we just want to get to know um, all the members on a little bit more of a one to one basis, really. Yeah. what better way than to do uh, this? So uh, it's just basically 10 questions that me and Justin came up with. And uh, it's just to find out a bit more about sort of your past, present and future when it comes to gaming, really. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope, I hope that's all right. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll get cracking with question one. And mm-hmm. question one is, what is your first gaming memory? I remember sitting in front of the like the television in the living room, uh, just like listening to Crash Bandicoot 1 boot up for the first time on the PlayStation. Just, oh, mate, everything from the blue text of the anti-piracy notice to the xylophone kicking it, it's just, that's burned in my brain. That's, <laughs> that, that's just childhood for me. <laughs> my mum originally bought the console for herself uh, and it was right, me yeah. that got more use out of it. So. <laughs> oh, I see, yeah. So your mum's a bit of a gamer then? Yeah, she used to be. Um, her, she used to joke that... Um, I didn't technically play Crash first. I played like Alex Kidd because she used to play the Master System while she was pregnant with me. <laughs> uh, that's obviously where you get it from, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it must be. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot on the on the PS One. You can't really go far wrong. Absolutely with that, not. It's fantastic. That is a great yeah. starter game. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's really really tough. I played the remaster when it came out and mm. just forgot how difficult games used to be. See, I think but... the remaster is harder than the original game. It definitely feels like it. Or I've got just work. It's just three goes and then start from the beginning. It yeah, seems it's, really cruel now. It, it, uh, it, yeah, it's but it's great though. It's just oh. 
Yeah, it's good. I love Crash. Loads of memories. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, absolutely, mate. Nice. Um, so question two, what mm-hmm. is your favorite multiplayer game growing up? Uh, well, I didn't really play much multiplayer growing up outside World of Warcraft. Um, okay. I mean, I did Fair sometimes enough. do couch co-op with, I think it was like Rage Racer and stuff on the PlayStation, but it was just mainly like my introduction to multiplayer gaming was World of Warcraft. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I'm not really that familiar with World of Warcraft, but mm-hmm. I mean, so that that has been going for quite a while now. I mean, that that's one of the original sort of big online multiplayer yeah. games. And it's, it's still going strong, isn't it? It is still going strong. In your opinion, what is the most underrated video game? That's a hard one. I'm tempted to say Remember Me in the PlayStation 3, cause, and it's okay. on PC as well. It was one of them that just got released by Capcom and then ignored, I think, because I never remember, I don't remember seeing much about it, but I thought it was a fantastic game. Like, action-adventure, uh, fantastic soundtrack, great story. Uh, yeah. Nillan was a fantastic character as well. Like starting off not knowing anything about a background to learning, I just thought it was great. And he seemed to have got passed by. It was just like, no, play this. <laughs> I see. Remember uh, me, Justin. Justin, did you play? Remember no, me? It's first I've I've heard of it. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's worth it. It I is worth it. Yeah, I would. I yeah. I, I take well, it they didn't make any sequels then. Obviously, no, it was literally just remember me and then that was it they just sort of left the ip to sit and do nothing which is a, a dying oh, shame. shame was it just and you... ps3 and pc ps3 pc and xbox 360 okay okay no no remaster to nope PS4, unfortunately not if anyone's listening it might be available on the old um because uh, you can go on the on the old stores now can't you the online stores it might might be in one of those you know so if, if it yes. is where you know if it's cheap and you're saying it's worth definitely worth a play so the sort of, uh, what's what's the kind of premise okay so the premise is you play as nillan um and right at the start of the game she's lost her memories and all she's got is a voice to lead her uh it's set in sort of semi future paris in france so everything's all like neo-noir slash cyberpunk is really cool very cool yeah that does sound very good so aesthetically it looks it looks great it's beautiful I- and plays well is a, and a decent story. Absolutely, I highly recommend it. And it's only ever like a couple of quid if you go buy it for uh, your favorite online retailer. That's cheap. Okay, question four: mm-hmm. What game should be a movie, and what movie should be a game? Two questions. Ooh, <laughs> that's actually quite hard. Um, I'd like to see Red Dead Redemption get turned into. Yeah. I reckon the first I one would... or second one or like a the first yeah, one. The first one. Um. I've yet to properly get through the second one, so I can't really <laughs> got distracted with the multiplayer and I was just I was busy living out my cowboy fantasies. I think Red Dead Redemption could make a fantastic film. Provided yeah, it was definitely. given to the right crew. And yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's just the the art of any Rockstar game is is just a very good story. Yeah. Yeah, I know with them. I think with the success of stuff like um the hateful eight like you know quentin tarantino i mean there is still definitely room for the cowboy western genre and i think you know if done well you know w- with a fantastic director and a great story i think red dead could lend itself it would be yeah it, w- it would be absolutely fantastic on the big screen yeah i absolutely it's just it's just one of them that's got enough of a, a, it's just the it's the characters are 
great and and they're just so easy to like pick up, read, and follow along with. And it's even though it does get a bit tropey, I think that lends in its favour. Yeah, but I think it's only really tropey because we've got so many years of cowboy movies to look back to and see where it's come from. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, how about yeah. movie which should be a game? I'm kind of cheap with this one because I already got a game, but not the game I wanted. I'd like to see Blade Runner get a game, but like a sort of like, open world game. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of um, like give it to somebody like Supermassive Games. Okay, because I've uh, loved, with those. Uh, I've now. loved uh, Supermassive Games. They're um, based in England, so they're local talent, and okay. they gave us um, Until Dawn. Um, they're currently working on the Dark Pictures anthology, so Little Hope, um, House of Ashes is the most recent one coming out, and it's how can I? It's like they are essentially glorified choose your own adventure. If you're familiar with like Quantic Dooms work, so Fahrenheit. Detroit Become Human, um, Heavy yeah. Rain. It's a similar sort of style. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's multiple it, outcomes sort of thing. Yeah. And I just yeah. feel like it's... Blade Runner has that sort of really nice untrusted atmosphere about it. Like, you don't know who is who and who's a replicant. And yeah. that sort of tension works has been weaved really well into Supermassive Games titles. Like... Until Dawn, I love it. It's just such an homage to the horror genre, and it's just everything that you can pack in it from the genre, it's there, but at the same time, you can't see what's going to happen until it's too late. So they're like, they've bal- they know how to like do the balancing act of provide you information, but allow you to discover it on your own time and not just tell you things. They've got the balancing act really well, and I'd love to see them take on Blade Runner. I'm, I'm a big fan of both of both movies, actually. I mean, uh, uh, the new one um, is it might be quite uh, slow, um, but it's uh, uh, I still think it, you know it's it, it's one of the best um, looking movies of the past ten years. Oh, it's beautiful! It's such a absolutely beautiful. Isn't oh, it, geez, it's it's a great example of cyberpunk, like as an aesthetic. It's just like when you're sitting watching it, it, it it's great to go from like really. I think where was it at the start where um, Ryan Gosling was in the room doing his replicant test. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't a void camp, but he was just answering questions. And that sort of like claustrophobic, sterile room to the cityscapes was just oh, it's just wild, mate. It's beautiful, and it and and it really does stay true to the original um, as well. It's just you know, and the story uh, and. Uh, well, the ending, I'm, I won't say the ending in, in case anyone... Um, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and no spoilers, but yeah, the ending's great. I, you know, really like the ending. But mm. yeah, I think those are t- some really, really good uh, answers there. So we've got Red Dead needs to be a movie. And yep. um, Blade Runner uh, needs to be a Blade game. Runner needs to be a game. But oh. I, think, I, think, I think there's a lot of people that would agree with you there. Then. Absolutely. I mean, it was a bit of a cheat because it did originally get a game previously but it was like a point and click yeah it did um it was a point and click adventure title i can't remember the year it came out but that sort of dates it by saying point and click adventure (laughs) windows 95 oh the best operating system ever (laughs) uh moving on to question five so what game are you currently playing so uh currently i'm binging a lot of escape from tarkov on pc uh, okay. I, I don't know what it is about that game. It's just gripped me. It's a absolute bollock to play. Like it is. They've. It's by a 
Russian team called Battlestate Games. And it's basically like they're trying to push for realism in shooting games as much as possible. So the gunplay is really heavy. You like you can't just run and gun. It's oh, it's awful. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it's one of them that is just such a ball ache to play because everything has to be really deliberate. Like even down to sound design, you need to hear. Like you can't just run around because you'll be heard a mile away. I'm exaggerating, but you'll be heard quite far away. And it's like all those little things and the minutia of a going into combat that you need to keep track of. And it's just like, there's no way I should enjoy this. But then I've just sat and played it and I was like, this is really good. <laughs> so when did you get that? How long have you been playing it for? Um, I've, I've only been playing it for a f- about three, four months. Um, it's still an open beta at the minute, but I just I watched a friend play it and I was like, I'll give this a go. Bought yeah. it and that's it. I've, I've been down that rabbit hole ever since. <laughs> It's good. You know it's a good game and you, you can't stop playing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've certainly got my money's worth out of it, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what game are you planning on playing next? I'm going backwards. I'm going to go play Nino Kuni 1 because um, I've only really... I've never played Nino Kuni before. I played Nino Kuni 2 because a colleague of mine, when I used to work at... Um, I don't know if I can say on game. I used to work for the problem i guess <laughs> and she was like no you've got to get this it's really good so i found a copy cheap and i was like right i'll sit and play it and then i was just absolutely hooked and she was like you've got to play the first one and i was like ah, i'll get around to it and then i found a copy cheap and i was like no i'm gonna to have to actually play it now i said i would so that's sort yeah. of next on the, the pile of shit to get through. yeah I've, I've seen it on um swap shop uh, mm. a few times i'm not actually familiar so what what's the actual you know what happens so um Nino Kuni is a, a JRPG. I'm not familiar with what happens in the first one, um, but I know the first one's all Ghibli styled because it was actually, I think, it was a collaboration between someone at Studio Ghibli and I can't remember the company behind. Oh, this is bad. I can't remember the company behind them, but it is a very Ghibli inspired RPG. It's beautiful. Joe Hisashi's done the soundtrack for it as well. It's absolutely worth a listen. And I got on Nino Kuni 2 where. But it starts off like in current time and then something happens and you're now in this world you don't recognise a few hundred years back. So it's wow. it's sort of like you've got your lead character's like culture shock of not being for that time and then you get embroiled in like a little war between, well it's not a war, it's more of a, uh, a coup and then you've got to build your own little empire, go around. And it's just great, it's it's... Yeah, yeah. So you played the second, and then, yes. and, and then you've obviously enjoyed the second so much. You, you want to see where it started. I mean, is there a three or a four? There isn't. I know it got um, Netflix released the anime. Um, it's. Yeah. I highly recommend watching it. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I myself, I myself haven't actually seen any anime, but like, would you, you know, like, would you suggest that's a good sort of thing for somebody if if they if they haven't ever watched any anime? Is that a good one to start with? Yeah, or, I what, would. What, you would, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's quite easy to get into that. It's yeah. it's a doddle. It's just a film, so you're not really committing to multiple series of anything. It's just like pick up. You don't even need to have played Nino Kuni to understand what's going on in the the anime. It's all like really self contained. Like so, if you're looking for a jump <clears> on point, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds really good. Um. So question seven is: If you could remaster any game to current consoles, what would it be? Well, I'd love to see Sly Cooper get a remaster. 
Sly like, Cooper. Absolutely. Like Sly Cooper yeah. needs the full treatment that um Ratchet and Clank got with Rift Apart. Yeah, so a oh. PS5 new gen new gen remake. Absolutely. Yeah. Just I can see that setting very well. I love Sly Cooper and the only sort of re-release it got was as part of the was it the HD Classics collection where they bundled like three games together on one Blu-ray. Oh, okay. I think it was that because they did that with Silent Hill, and that was an absolute abomination of a re-release. What? So they did that with Silent Hill. Silent, Silent Hill, Hill two and three got um, re-released, and there was a yeah. whole. They re-released two with the original voice acting in both English and Japanese, but they also recast it as well. Oh. And there was a whole Harley at the time where no, we were wanting the original voice actors in a re-release is what we wanted because they ended up hiring like. Troy Baker, who's been in absolutely anything and everything, as James, which didn't really fit for me as being a massive fan of the original games. Yeah. Um. But I mean, they ended up just saying, right, well, now you can choose between the new voice acting or the old one, and it's just it was not a good re-release. Loads of technical problems. Just oh, <laughs> it's an adventure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, Sly Cooper, I think yeah, a lot of people listening have uh, a lot of um. Uh, memories of that game um, yes growing up and um yeah uh is it is it only one that they made uh there's three on playstation so it's sly cooper honor among thieves and sly cooper and the thievius lacunas i think i can't remember off the top of my head yeah, um I, I think there might have been i know he's appeared in what was it all stars cart playstation all stars i think he appeared in that but it's oh. just Oh, oh, okay. Was that their um, was that their um, attempt at um, sort of going uh, with Nintendo? Was that was that like yeah. a Smash Brothers or like a, a cart? Was a cart like a racer? Brothers? Yeah, it's a cart one. I'm racing, thinking. Yeah, yeah see, so, had like crap, crash on and who else? Yeah. Who else did that? Did oh. like Lara Croft was she there? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, someone tells me that she might have been Crash. Yeah, there. yeah, Crash obviously has to be there. Crash is. Crash is crash. Oh. They have anyone from just GTA knocking around. Oh, that'd have been funny. Just Claude from GTA. <laughs> just a couple of prostitutes just kicking. Uh, around. Just... <laughs> <laughs> just, oh my. Um, oh, who else was that? oh, it was just. Oh no, it was. It wasn't in the car. I do apologize. I'm wrong. He wasn't in the kart racer. He was in the battle royale. So he was in the Nintendo one. And, oh, uh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. And what a weird like combination of characters that had because you could you had like Sir Daniel Fortescue, and you could fight like Parappa the Rapper. Like what? Um, <laughs> I, that. I just got a demo with like a PlayStation magazine uh, growing up with that Parappa the Rapper. Mm. Uh, yeah, just, just a rhythm-based game, wasn't it? Is that right? I'm fairly certain. I can't remember if I've played it or not. I've got that many on the yeah. shelf. I lose track. Yeah, I, apparently, apparently it was quite popular, and it's got a bit of a cult following well according to a youtube video you know that i watched but yeah you know, i think that's it's, just that's just a youtube video <laughs> yeah i mean it's wild like just when you look at the combination of characters that were on it like you could have kratos as well fighting sack boy <laughs> it's a bit yeah <laughs> yeah sack boy's obviously going to win that yeah, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> kratos has no chance absolutely <laughs> what could you do as a sack boy really Smile, look cute, win the game. That's about it. And yeah, he'll just smother you in your sleep. Yeah. He just, <laughs> just crawls in your mouth. 
Oh. <laughs> you can't hit anything that adorable. And if you do, you're a monster. <laughs> he's got no nerves. He's got no bones. He doesn't feel. Yeah. You can't. You can't drown him. He's just. <laughs> he's, I mean, no one knows why he's alive, so you can't kill him. Exactly. He's just. He's he's Not one up for God. Yeah. Sorry, Kratos. You've lost this one, buddy. <laughs> no chance. If Sackboy was in God of War, it would be an easy game. Oh, imagine how the the fight between Kratos and Balder would turn out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just be as long as he's still got his strings to just jump over platforms. Exactly, just, he'll That's be fine. <laughs> it'll, it'll do a nice noose for Baldur yeah. hanging from the tree with the other guy. <laughs> I kind of need to see that now. Well, that might come into the next question. How will video games change 20 years in the future? Oh, um, personally, I'd like to see more to be done with VR. Okay. I, like, it's a lot of folk write it off as a gimmick, but when you look at the likes of like Blood and Tooth, where it makes you feel like John Wick, like <laughs> because it was amazing. It's a great idea for gaming, but I think where it will be going is they'll be trying to push more for software as a service. And I think it's a software yeah. as a service. So it's like, yeah, you know, hi, you can pay a subscription and we will let you stream these games, but you won't own them. And that bugs me. I do not like that fundamentally. I like owning my things. I like being able to go back to like San Andreas and listen to the original soundtrack and sit and play it. You like, because there was a whole thing on Steam where because the licensing ran out for all the music, they just like slid a little update, so now there's no soundtrack to it. Oh, no. It's just like it's the soundtrack. Game. Yeah, exactly. Half of it is just, well, more than half. After you've done the main story, it's, you're essentially just driving in a car listening to the radio. Yeah, mate, cutting about Los and Santos, you... listening to K-Rose on a Friday night. That's the life, mate. <laughs> That's what you, yeah. That was my life. Yeah, it's just, it's everything, it's... They're, it, it does strike me that they are going to go towards a more like controlled on their side sort of deal. So more like Game Pass, be, like exclusive stream only. You won't be able to buy them outright. I kind of worry there will be. I, it's. I mean, it's, I don't like the idea of it. Like the more I think about it, the more it worries me. But it does seem to be, the more control they can have over it, the better. So it's a case of, well, we already just, when you buy a game, you don't actually buy the game. As we all know, you buy a license to play it. So it's a case of, well, we can still charge you the full price of physical release, but just not give you half of it. And then we can pull it when we want, make changes yeah. when we want. It's Don't get me wrong, recently, right, the whole revolution that was like digital content delivery to consoles mainly and PC, it's been a thing. It's just been quite... But before it was quite an awkward like thing to because it was all manual, whereas now it's all automatic. It just does itself. You don't need to worry about it. It has been great. It has also been awful, and I worry that it's just only going to get worse. <laughs> That's a bleak, it's a bleak look into the future, but an honest one. But like uh, you know, it's still it's still hopefully um, you know hopefully the soul won't be taken away from the gaming industry. You know, I mean, because it does seem to be slowly being stripped away year by year sort of. yeah it does although yeah. like to sort of counter when we're positive no like even though the bigger develop like th there's a trend between um at the minute well at the minute i say within the last couple of generations of um 
companies wanting to do what's safe for their shareholders and not what's good for like yeah. gaming. But I'm really grateful we have like little companies like New Blood uh, Interactive who've been pushing out loads of like old style like FPS games that are harkening back to Quake and Doom, and they've been having so much fun with that. And like Devolver Digital, who are just purely who, who seem to have it done right. It's we are a publisher. We will publish your game, but we will keep out of the process. And it's just, I'd, I'd like to see more companies take after their example. Like the, yeah. they are. This is like that's what the industry needs right now. More Devolver yeah. Digitals. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Look after, look after the customer. Look after the gamer. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Uh, so, question nine will be, uh, what's the game that's disappointed you the most? Death Stranding. Oh, Death Stranding. Okay. That, that's yeah. a very controversial opinion, I've been told, but I'm... The Marmite game. It is. It really, I, fuck, I was so stoked for that game. Like, you have no idea. It was all I would yeah. speak about at work. I used to be, like, such a Hideo Kojima fanboy. I was like, yeah, he can do no wrong. The sun shines out of his rear end. I don't care. It's fine. And then yeah. I got it, and I was like, this is really good. Soundtrack, okay. It looks a bit more like a glorified music video, and the longer I got in it, it's like... I'm just a postman. I don't want to be a postie. And it was just, I tried to sit and play through it and like, no, maybe it's just me that's like, because I can be quite critical. It's like, no, maybe it's just me being the problem. I'm being a, 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 a dick here. Let's just play more of it. So, oh, it's Conan O'Brien. Okay, right, great. This is his famous friends. And it just seemed like such a, a, a self-flattery experience for a dear Kojima. It's like, look at all my famous friends. Look at what I can do when I've been left to run riot. And it's just like, if anything, it proved that Hideo Kojima needs reined in. He is fantastic yeah. as, a, as a creative like mind, but he needs a fucking good editor to keep him in line. It's just like, sometimes you just need that wee, no, 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 back in the path, mate. Just keep your head, you know? Yeah. And it's just, I wanted to love Death Stranding so much. So, so much. I was so stoked for it. And then just, the more I got in it, the more I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does sound like it disappointed you. Oh, I was good. I, I really enjoyed Death Stranding. But saying that, I don't know anyone that did. I, I was can, alone in this opinion. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can see why people... Like enjoyed it. The soundtrack is amazing. It is such a beautiful game. I like the concept yeah. behind the story. The story is like fantastic. Cool. So you know when you're in your little changing room, <laughs> yeah, and you can go for a go for a dump. Yeah, when he, he goes for a dump, or or when he goes for a shower, and he just comes back and he just gives a little wink to the camera. Oh, that oh. that was amazing. I loved that. I didn't. That was funny. That was just, just Norman Reedus. Is... And I thought, fair enough. And that that game made me drink so many cans of Monster. Oh so god, like, yeah. Every that time was I was just... in Tesco, I was like, yeah, well, I might because well, nice. then I might be like it. Put my hood up when I went out and it was raining. That was. Funny. I get too too invested in games. I think. Oh well, that's never a bad thing to be invested in something. It was just, I just, there was so much to like about it. Like it, it just didn't fit. Like I love like normally it was really hyped up. So yeah, it was especially after the whole Silent Hills thing, which is a heartbreak in itself. And just, yeah. yeah, like and it what bugged me is when you looked at when you when you first come across the BTS 
and every interaction you have with them, it was just like, this is actually tense, right? Hideo can do horror. Please let him do a horror game. Give us Silent Hills. And it was just like, it, he's clearly, like, Hideo understands. Like, he's probably forgotten uh, more about game design than I'll ever know. Like, I'll be honest here. And he, he obviously knows what he's looking at, how to get the right experience out. And he's yeah. like, you understand all this, but you couldn't put the pieces together it was a very Just ambitious me. game. Very, very My ambitious. Wife was trying. Well, I thought it was a good game, and I thought she might like it, but she doesn't really like cutscenes very much. And they, yeah, there is a lot, and you can't skip them in Death Stranding. So yeah. she got like twenty minutes in, and then just looked like she wanted to punch me. Oh, it was I mean, like the worst choice. I mean, it could be worse. You could have went, Hiya, darling. I've got a game that's got less cutscenes and it's by the same guy. Play Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> I don't think she'd forgive you for that. <laughs> well, the, she's played Odyssey since, and that's calmed her down. Sort of. Oh, um, so, well, soothing until she got to the end of the game and it got very difficult. And then Assassin's was... Creed Odyssey. Or, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. No. Yeah, okay, just so I know the right game. Because whenever someone says Odyssey, I immediately oh, think no, of Abe's no, Odyssey. No, no. Ma- Mario Odyssey. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. I love yeah. Mario Odyssey. Yeah, it's a nice... Do you think Abe's Odyssey is pretty easy, pretty simple. I, yeah, I was thinking Abe's Odyssey as well. Abe's uh, Odyssey. There's a lot of games come to think of it with Odyssey. A lot of Odyssey games, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not many of them actually go on a, a Grand Odyssey. They just sort of have it there for reasons. <laughs> Final mm. question. What is your favourite game? I'm torn between Crash Bandicoot and World of Warcraft. I'm tempted to say Crash Bandicoot just for the sheer, like, that was my introduction to gaming. That was sort of what set me down this rabbit hole of being a, ending up where I am now and having such a vested interest in the industry and spending more time than I care to admit reading about how things are done it just crashed with such a fantastic introduction. It was accessible. It was great looking at the time. It made sense. It, it taught you the language that a lot of games use. So it it was just it's whenever I, I think like gaming, it's always got to be Crash. In fact, I've got a space reserved like on my skin for getting Crash tattooed. Like he's that is it's just I love. I could fanboy about Crash all day. Even some of the the rough ones but like just i love crap it's got to be crash it bandicoot anyone in particular I'm, see even then i'm torn between one and two because wow, so one really like yeah peaked the first game you played and then it yeah i just sort of yes it's oh it's because yeah it's just i've i've set the bar high and now i've got to compare it's it to everything yeah, yeah. You finish up Red Dead Two and go, yeah. Well, it's no Crash. <laughs> well, mate. Sorry. Well, Crash yeah. did this better. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. That's a good answer. And then you've got World of Warcraft, obviously, very close to your heart as well. Absolutely. Uh, like, from... I mean, yeah. Two, two, two different ends of the spectrum, really, isn't it? You know, Absolutely. Got... Yeah. It's like my introduction to gaming and my introduction to other people in gaming. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's as as grim as it sounds. Without World of Warcraft, I probably wouldn't be here. Thanks to all the friends I've made, like Aww. yeah, 
Uh, everything oh, like whenever I've great. had, yeah, whenever I've had really low lows, it's all my friends in World of Warcraft has been there, and it's just like it's almost been a crutch at low points, and now I'm just like, but it's not crash. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it's really nice to hear how yeah. much Wild of Warcraft means uh, to you. And I'm sure yeah. there's so many people listening that feel exactly the same about uh, certain games or yeah. movies or artists, bands. You know, they um, have um, really helped them through difficult times. Well, and, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, so, you know, I, I don't think you can go wrong with that. A really good, really good game to get you. I mean, pe- people are still playing it 25 years later, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. So, I mean, like that's testimony to itself. It's up there with the same. It's as classic as Mario and you know different um, uh, things like that. But yeah, I think that's absolutely some brilliant answers. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you so much for coming on. I really want to see um, Blade Runner made as a game. I, I would get <laughs> day one. 100%. You and me both, mate. Yeah, day one, I'll, I'll get it. And, and again, Red Dead, I'll be I'll be watching that at the cinema day oh, one. But I'll I see think, you in the queue, mate. <laughs> I'll see you in the queue, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's definitely going to happen in the, in the next sort of five years. There's going to be a, a GTA game made. They they just have to with the money that's been made. Yes. So I think if, if they do do a GTA game, I, I think not long after that there'll be there 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 should be a Red Dead. I mean, Absolutely. Just makes sense, but yeah, yeah, Andrew, you've been an absolutely amazing guest. So from yeah. me, thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you both. Oh, that that's really lovely to hear. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, just for anyone else listening, so uh, what's your Twitch handle again, and how can people like follow you? No worries. So, if folk want to keep up with Terabyte Gaming, you can find us at Terabyte Gaming on Facebook and Instagram. We also have Twitter and the same thing. If you want to come join us on Twitch, it's twitchtv uk. We're currently streaming Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and it's literally anything from building model kits to playing games to it's just a whole variety of stuff and we'd love to see you there yeah that sounds that sounds great and i'll put those links in the description on the podcast as well lovely but yeah, for now andrew thank you so much um uh, for joining us and take care and you um, as well thank you very yeah. much thanks, thanks andrew bye. bye and there we go so that was andrew marriott very nice guy uh what do you think justin i think he absolutely loves crash bandicoot yeah definitely and in playstation in general i know we didn't ask him but going on his answers he's definitely a yeah. playstation man definitely yeah it sounds like a, a playstation guy uh and well world of warcraft as well it just world of warcraft first mention yeah and first and it uh obviously means quite a lot to him uh and i'm sure there's uh, not uh, not more than crash though lovely having him on uh and um yeah as um previously mentioned uh this is brought to you by GameSwap shop uk which um if you'd like to join the web app, it's app.gameswapshopuk.com and you can save lots of money by swapping your games with thousands of trusted gamers all around the UK, joining our Facebook groups uh, and our Discord. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, yeah, it was lovely speaking to Andrew and um, we'll uh, see you later. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.